grit. It's amazing what you can do if you have a real head coach in this league. No cap, recap, no cap, re recap. No cap, recap, presented to you by Down the Wire. All right, uh, this is the next iteration of the No Cap Recap. We are on week three, and I think football has broken us a little bit. Dude, this was a great week of football, though. Yeah, that, look, I, I'm not saying it's a bad broken. I, this is like one of those, one of those like chiropractic visits. I put in a shift of football today. Yeah, that I mean, I it was a grind today. Today yeah. felt like it was you had to be in for the long run. A lot of games coming down to the end, the noon slate of games. If you didn't have NFL Red Zone, I mean, I felt so sorry for you. You didn't have any options to see the last two minutes of about 80 percent of the games that were being played yeah at the time. and you needed it you needed it this week uh w- welcome to the no cap recap uh i am dave Wirtz. that's my brother's tom and it's time to review the week of football let's get it going starting off with the steelers and browns Thursday night, uh, this game kind of looks like a blowout, but most famous from this, the under of 40 and a half being so, so badly beaten uh, after a last second play of laterals gets a touchdown for the Browns. It was on 40 and it then obviously moved up to 46 after that, but Jacoby Brissett remaining QB one right now at Cleveland handling it down. How many more weeks of Mitch Trubisky do we have? Because it seems like that's numbered. Now. Yeah, he wasn't so hot, right? 20 for 32, 207. He did get a Russian touchdown. Yay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, I'm, I've been pleasantly su- surprised at how above average, how much starter quality Jacoby Brissett has been. Dude went 21 for 31, 220, and two touchdowns. And, uh, I mean, we've talked about Jacoby Brissett for years, even before we started doing a podcast. We love this guy. Oh, for sure. Jacoby Brissett, he's ultimate backup material. He is the best backup in the league. We always say that about a different person every week. But he's now QB1 in Cleveland right now. Backup alarm. (laughs) I will also say Amari Cooper seems to be full-fledged in in Cleveland right now. He looks really good. Another game over 100 yards for him and a solid performance as well, looking to be the number one option there in Cleveland now too after they gave up a lot to get him too here. Browns fleece the Cowboys for Amari Cooper. I mean, this is just nuts and what they got out of it. And Didn't they give up like a fifth-round pick for him? I don't, I'm not, I don't have the details in front of me, but I I just think of it as like, it's a W already, whatever it was, he needs to be there. That's not something they've had in Cleveland pretty much ever is a wide receiver of his talent and his ability to take over a game. Yeah. Got only a fifth round pick and a six round swap 
for Amari Oh yeah, Cooper. that's a fleece. That's absolute fleece, fleece, dude. Yeah, for sure. That's D Hop level fleece right there. Same thing. Steelers, any notes on them? Yeah, um, I'm I'm ready to kind of just give up on the Steelers. Uh, I will give some massive compliments though to George Pickens, who had really rad fucking catch, dude. Week three potential catch of the year. Uh, yeah, I would say so, and it was probably best Sunday night catch since Odell. So good yeah, for him. Yeah, OBJ, that. OBJ going out and saying this is the greatest catch of all time. Yeah, you want to tell him to slow his roll? Uh, I I don't know if it's better than Odell's catch. Odell's catch is a touchdown too. Like that kind of helps it a lot, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not the greatest catch of all time. I don't know. I'm like, I'm I'm thinking about it and just like the iconic plays that we have seen over the years, and I, I'm not ready to say this is iconic. I, don't you think that that has to mean something? Like David Tyree's catch, while not more impressive. I think I'm forever going to remember David Tyree's catch. I'm not going to remember George Pickens. Oh, you will. You will remember that. For years? Yeah. What You've seen the fans support with George Pickens on Twitter. It's crazy. It's crazy. Steelers, I don't think you got a lot to be excited about. This is uh, complete blow-up material, I think, right here. Or get get picking in. Game we were looking forward to maybe most this week. Miami hosting Buffalo, two of maybe the best teams in the NFL, pretty much guaranteeing the AFC on this one. And I don't know how Miami pulled this game off. If you look at the numbers of this, if you look at the box score, just simply, like if if you're missing out on the game and you want to check up on it, the Bills dominate the box score of this game. Yeah. It is insane they might the floor. they have over 280 more yards of offense than them 495 to 212 on top of that the more alarming one to me is the time of possession is nearly double in buffalo's favor 40 minutes and 40 seconds to 19 minutes and 20 seconds situational defense Smart play along the line, mistake freeze in the moments that you needed to. Tua didn't turn the ball over today, and he outlasts Josh Allen 21-19. Now, I will say, that something to preface with this game is that the Bills were insanely depleted on defense. No Jordan Poyer, no Micah Hyde. I, I believe Ed Oliver was also out, too. Like, those are Big name players. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, they kept it close, but damn, man. Holy shit. Miami is looking like a real fucking team. Bills have lost their last eight games that were decided by one possession. Uh, yeah, I know. Isn't that nuts? They are a team that blows out people, and if they don't do that, they lose. They were also only two and four in the red zone. I mean, that's going to kill you. And, you know, potentially that's 14 points. That smokes this team. Uh, smokes the Dolphins if they are able to convert on that. Uh, Mike McDaniel though is is what probably the front runner for um, coach of the year at this point. I know it's only week three, but I think he's we can making a good case. That. He's making a good case for himself. We're not even talking about the most iconic play we saw today. It's not George Pickens' catch from the week. We had the butt punt go down. Today. Yeah. And Thomas Morstead 
just kicked a ball so hard into another guy's ass today. That anus is ruptured. I mean, <laughs> guaranteed hemorrhoid after it. It was it was a rocket, and it brought the Bills back into this game for a chance. And the clock management at the end, they're not able to get a field goal off. They lose this one by two. It's it was a close matchup. I think you can start to buy a lot of stock in these Dolphins. Who was the Bills coordinator that just decided to go to town? Oh, on the all offensive of coordinator. I didn't see. I, I didn't catch his name, but the offensive coordinator for Buffalo. Yeah, he lost his shit. That was rad. If you saw that on Twitter, that was a fun How show. How soon before that's a gif? Oh, it's already being gif <laughs> For sure. For sure. Uh, yeah. Watch out for them Dolphins. Bengals. They get a good bounce back game this week. There they we go. take on Joe Flacco's Jets. And <laughs> it was... An embarrassing one for the Jets. Uh, they had some turmoil on the sidelines. We saw Quinn and Williams and some defensive line coach no one's ever seen before today get into a screaming match on the sideline. And Quinn and Williams shows, quite frankly, why he is one of the last guys you want to be in a screaming match with. Yeah, uh, in, that in, in the NFL. You know, it's a problem when that's the thing that gets showed more than any play you did in the game. I mean, that's a problem, right? <laughs> to like, good lord. Um, I'm thinking Robert Sala is not cut out for his job. I, I this man showed. A lot of faith in this offense today. He went for it on fourth down three times. He didn't convert a single fucking like play. Why? Don't you think that you do it twice and now you're like, all right, maybe we'll just punt again. No, like, dude, I I'm thinking that Robert Sala might get canned this year too. He's definitely on the short list of coaches that should be worried about their job, I think. Big bounce back game for Joe Burrow, too. He goes for three touchdowns, doesn't turn the ball over either through the air. 275. That's that's pretty impressive, man. And he gets all his boys in. You know, even Jamar Chase, he only had six catches for 29 yards. But red zone touchdown for him, that helped him out. Tyler Boyd had the big play in there today, too. Big, big play from the their defensive line, though. Trey Hendrickson went nuts in the second half. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, he had forced two fumbles and two sacks. I also think Joe Mixon needs to go back on, like, the hot list. He's not been playing well. It's three weeks in a row of him not really performing to what we expect now from Joe Mixon as we validated him last year. Uh, 12 carries, 24 yards, too. Pretty ineffective on the ground today. It wasn't a part of Cincinnati's game plan at all. And why not with Joe Burrow airing it out like that? Moving on now, we have one of these teams to be the only 0-3 team left in the NFL. Tennessee takes on Vegas, and they sneak out a victory at the end here. The only 0-3 team now in the NFL is the Las Vegas Raiders. Hey, I'm going to give you a round of applause there, buddy. You didn't uh, you didn't call them Oakland. I didn't the you whole time. You said Vegas twice. I know. I was really <laughs> focusing on it. That's why. I was trying not to fuck it up this entire time. 
are you a little concerned now if you're Vegas? I, I want I think that you have white flags and you know you have a very tough division ahead of you and probably much higher expectations at this point in the season too. I I think they expected to win this game. You bet your Tennessee. ass. You you bet your ass. I'm nervous. The like throughout their franchise history, they have never finished a season with a re- winning record after starting zero and three. The Raiders are in deep trouble. Trouble. I, I'm also thinking Devonte Adams, man. You uh, you starting to realize that you done goofed? Maybe a little bit. Derek Carr is looking insanely pedestrian and ugh, I, I you would think Devonte Adams would be the big guy uh, you know, down there but fucking Derek Carr can't do anything right now no this was Mac Hollins like he had the big day today uh, massive numbers over 150 yards for him that's what you're expecting out of Devonte Adams and Devonte Adams actually has 48 yards in his last two games now for Vegas. And Alan Lazard has 58 yards in his last two games for the Green Bay Packers. So who's who's wide receiver one now? All right. What's up? 36 yards. Five receptions for 36 yards, man. That's, that's pretty shit. Ah. Raiders got to play the Broncos and Chiefs coming up. They get the Texans in a couple weeks. That might be their first win, but... They, they don't got an easy role of this, as you know, in that division. They, they got some tough opponents and a couple of NFC West people left, too. Next, we have Saints, Panthers, and Christian McCaffrey played this game despite yeah. being listed injured. And you know what happens when Christian McCaffrey plays? The Panthers find out ways to win. Now, their offense wasn't the sole reason they had a very big play on defense to carry them to victory and the saints i don't know if they count games where Taysom hill doesn't play even so i don't know (laughs) if they really care that much about this one they don't score again until the fourth quarter of this one and that's been a reoccurring theme now in new orleans is that they are very much late starters right now And they got to figure it out with Dennis Allen on how to get the offense moving earlier in football. How do you have two wide receivers, Chris Olave, Traquan Smith, go over 100 yards? Chris Olave almost had 150 yards. Neither one of them got a touchdown. How? That's a Jameis stat line in itself. Yeah. Like, just chuck it up there as far away as you are and then see what happens after. That to me is is troublesome. Um, and I mean, Jameis is back on his uh, his bullshit too. You know, one touchdown versus two interceptions. That's a problem, man. That's a problem. Oh yeah, look at that replay, dude. The Bills Dolphins guy just going nuts. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, but for real, like, bake. All you need to do is game manage a little bit, and. I don't know if Jameis has that in him. He's looked rather flustered so far in his time in New Orleans. I agree. I agree right now. And this is not a team that you want to be losing to in that division. It's pretty easy and friendly to the Saints and the Panthers. I get it. They're in. They're at home in Carolina. 
this is a team that was very defeated, and now maybe Baker gets to ride this a little bit. First win in blue, baby. Baker, Baker, Baker. My Baltimore Ravens, I'm claiming them now because I've been so high on them, and their great, illustrious performances continue. They take on Bill Belichick in New England in front of a packed Boston crowd. And they take down the Patriots, 37-26. Lamar's in his bag, man. I'm going to keep saying it every week. He got five touchdowns again today and accounts for 100% of the touchdowns can be attributed this year for the Ravens to Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, pass for 218 yards, ran for 107 yards. Second game, he's gone 100 yards now, too. What? what he's a cheat code fuck? he's a human cheat code man this is uh this is fucking bo jackson and tecmo bullshit 100 percent. same exact vibe oh for mike vick same how, thing how do you even uh, how do you even fucking game plan for lamar jackson because uh, look i i know we've talked we talked about it last week like uh, dudes like you know rashad bateman are kind of those guys. Obviously, Mark Andrews is another dude for him. But it's you know everything is Lamar. It's not like these uh, these receivers are beating you to shit. It's Lamar Jackson doing all this stuff. I will say Mark Andrews is on his top tight end in the league shit right now, too. Yeah. He's doing the same thing. He's putting in work. Definitely is Lamar's fail-safe right now. Yeah, and we knew that going into the season that that was going to be his guy. So, yay. But... Uh, Wow, I mean, he he did one today where he just kind of like caught the uh, his touchdown, one of his touchdowns, and he looked back as angry as humanly possible at whomever was covering him. Yeah, why he wouldn't you be? Was just mad. Don't try to cover him. Don't try to. It's not worth it because he's gonna make you embarrassed afterwards. <laughs> well, uh, well, what does this mean though for Mac Jones and? Um, Belichick, yeah, that's it. I that's couldn't say, dude. I, yeah, I, I, I like one of the best coaches of all time. Well, I was looking at the the Ravens, so I had Brian Billick in my head, which yeah, they're relatively similar, right? Alliteration wise, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Be Belichick, Billick, yeah, it's pretty damn close. I am concerned now with the Patriots because Mac Jones gets hurt too, and it looks pretty gnarly. And we don't know how much time he's gonna miss, but it looks like he will miss some time. I don't even know who the quarterback is for the New England Patriots in the backup role. Is it Jared Stidham? Brian Hoyer. I don't think it's Brian Hoyer still. That was like 10 years ago. <laughs> it might be Jared Stidham. Um, yeah, but I mean, it didn't take Mac Jones out of the game today. Yeah, he played. He played all day. He didn't throw in a damn pass. No one else threw a pass. No. Well, yeah, it was at the end of the game, though. Oh, you know what I mean. Uh, Mac Jones, though, looked like shit regardless Fair. Um, yeah, he did throw for th over 300 yards. Yay. No touchdowns. Uh -huh. Three interceptions. Boo. Um, so I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking that uh, that's that's going to be a big problem. I don't know if, if you know you're losing your your starting quarterback. That's a problem, right? Big problem. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I don't. I think it's time for Bill Belichick to retire, man. Yeah, I think this is his last year. He'll be out. Mike Tomlin's going to go there. 
No way. I'm kidding, but I wish. All right. We have to talk about this. The David Blau revenge game. We all were thinking about it. Vikings, Lions. Man, the Lions let this one get away from them, man. I'm going to I'm going to pause you one second. New England Patriots depth chart. Number 2 quarterback, Brian Hoyer. Ah, uh, thank you. Okay. Followed by Bailey Zappi. Oof. <laughs> That's okay. Go on. Uh Dan Campbell lost and you're like just interrupting me in the middle of it. So we well, have problems. I had, to, I had to interrupt interrupt to be right. That's all. <laughs> I man, they blew this one. They absolutely blew this one. Yeah, and, not, and it's not it even was they. kind it's not of even Dan they. Campbell's fault. It's one hundred percent Dan Campbell's fault. Did not need to kick the field goal at the end. No, there. And fifty-four yards. It was a very sad, sad day for Dan Campbell. I could tell he felt it. His presser was sad. He cried. I mean, he always cries. He might cry a little too much. No, man, real men cry. A lot? Yeah. Okay. Dude, go watch Homeward Bound. That makes that shit makes you cry. I guess, but so much crying. Dan. Dog, when, when Shadow comes over the fucking hill. He cries a lot and he loses a lot, and that's not a great look. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, you know what, though? They were close. They, this Lions team is still really fucking good. Um, I, I, though, you know, the thing that I was, like, watching more than anything or listening rather is how many people fuck up Amon Ra St. Brown's name. What? I've heard so many different pronunciations of that. What is that about? Oh, that's just like the typical Midwesterners. They get to go a main broadcast. A main Yeah. I heard that today by multiple announcers. To be Are fair, that's probably wrong? no, we're not. Actually, to be fair, that's probably more of the coastal announcers and the Midwest guys kind of kill it. So, I I would blame that probably on the dialect of where these people are from. Minnesota though, they fight back high noon Kirk Cousins. Uh that I mean are are we are, are you kind I'm now I'm a little worried about Kirk. That Monday night scared me and primetime Kirk is never showed up. So, I don't know what to think about the Vikings. I want to like them, but I'm really nervous as well. Well, here's the thing. Um, once the playoffs start, games become prime time. Mm. So, I, I don't think you should be all that worried. But, I mean, this was Cousins back on his Sunday comfort zone, dude. Like, he's a big reason why Vikings won this game. And... uh I I don't expect that to change all that much going forward. Um, I will uh, rate the interception to end the game though by Jared Goff. That wasn't that bad to me. He needed to just throw. You didn't it like up. it like that. He, he just needed to throw it up. That we did, however, the butt pump, the the butt punt, really shadowed the other butt fumble we saw today where Dalvin Cook definitely ran into a butt of his offensive lineman. Yeah. Fumbled, broke his arm or like uh, collarbone, shoulder. shoulder. He, he, yeah. Remember he had the shoulder injury last season. Yeah. Elected not. He ran to into do, his lineman's butt. Yeah. He elected not to, um, to have off season surgery 
And now it looks like he's re-aggravated it. Yeah, it's definitely a little banged up, and it's because of the power of the booty. All right, well, I guess we're going with, uh, was it Madison? Yeah, Alexander. There, there you go. All right, all you Philly dick riders, here's your segment. Hey, let's go! The worst franchise in the NFL in the Washington Commanders. Oh, boy. <laughs> We're hosting the Philadelphia Eagles, and the Eagles just mollywopped them. Jalen Hurts looks great. He looked really good. They're 3-0. This is the best start to the Eagles since they've had Carson Wentz, who is now... There's his revenge game. That's a pretty big one. Carson Wentz. I don't know if this experiment's going to last more than a year. I, do you see it going past this year? Hell no. Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. He might get a job somewhere else again. Oh, my God. Why? He might just be a four quarterbacks four years. Well, And, and it came out uh, earlier this week, or was it today, I think, where uh, this wasn't even their first choice at quarterback. The commanders had tried to get Jimmy Garoppolo. And uh, we might talk about that a little bit, you know, coming uh, on this week's episode of Down the Wire. But, uh, I mean, that's that's going to fuck with you a little bit, don't you think? I, I don't know if he knew that or not. Uh, I mean, I if he assumed that he was the first option, that was probably wrong from the jump <laughs> already from any team. But... I, I think this commander's team is really, really rough, man. It is struggling out here. We were talking about Chase Young now. Is he, like, getting in a bus conversation here? Yeah, because he's just not doing anything. It's not like he's sucking. I mean, yay. But especially when you had him in his rookie season look as fucking good as he did, now you see him, he's a shell of a player. And I, I'm, uh, what did he have? Did he have like a shoulder injury too, or a collarbone injury? Uh, something like that. Yeah. It's looking like it affected him. It might've been. No, I think it was. No, I think it's an ACL. Fuck. I don't know. Just like, we just needed to, to let everyone know. Chase Young is looking fraudulent. average. Yeah. Just fucking average, man. Um, you know, who's not looking average though. Devonte Smith, big game from him. Had a ball in game, 169 yards and a touchdown. Nice. Now on top of that too, AJ Brown had 75 yards and a touchdown as well. Dude, remember you used to say Jalen Hurts could never throw the ball. He has proven you wrong. He proved me wrong in a week. He did. He did a great job this week against a really crappy team, and I am excited <laughs> to see what he brings. I'm walking it back. Like I said, I, I told you last week he's earning an apology. He's earning it. You got to earn it. <laughs> I'm not there yet, but 3-0 Eagles, that's a pretty good start for Philly. Why you got to hate on the fucking uh, Jalen Hurts train, man? I control the bell, too. Next, upset of the week, possibly, on our hands right here. Indianapolis hosting Holsting hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh boy, this was a rough one for Kansas City. They looked sloppy. They looked unorganized. They looked distraught. 
out there. They did not look on the same page at all. Guys were chirping at each other. There was dispute between the enemy and Mahomes. This was a big week for quarterbacks bitching too. For I will players, say. players yes, bitching. in general. Uh, Mahomes, you're getting the butt end right here. But I will say this: looked a little bit soft out there today after a lot of this stuff bitching about everything with the refs and don't get me wrong i do think that officiating is always stronger in the beginning of the season and they are trying to be like i'm the ref i have power and then by the playoffs everything usually works itself out and they're swallowing the whistle a little bit more oh they needed all the help they could get through the penalties they had today and kansas city man i uh I got to walk you back just a little bit. That was a tough one in Indianapolis. Yeah. Oh, and I'm going to tell you right now, this was all about the chiefs losing this game. So uh, I, I, Matt Ryan still sucked, man. He fumbled twice, got sacked five times. Uh, I, I don't get me wrong. He bounced back and actually eventually led to that game winning touchdown drive. But dude, Matt Ryan is still ass. He, he is bad he is he was getting beat up today too like the line was getting destroyed by kansas city on the defensive front jelani woods too he's the biggest guy on the field when he he came in he's six seven 250 playing tight end that might be a little bit of a cheat code they got going on in indianapolis he was super fun to watch today and whenever he came on you knew he was going to be targeted. He only had 13 yards today in the two catches, but both for touchdowns. So good on him today too. Uh, where do the Chiefs go from here with that though? Uh, you got to reevaluate this wide receiver room too. I don't think it's as deep or as good as they yeah, thought but, it was yeah, going to be. Well, come on, dude. That's ridiculous. Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. Yeah. Calm yourself. And Calm Nicole your Hardman, too. They're not as good as they thought they were. I think that's what it, I, that's what I was saying. Nicole Hardman, one catch, two yards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Bears are 2-1 and one somehow, and they went on a last-second field goal over the Texans. Revenge game. Lovey Smith's return to Soldier Field. Brought the beard back this time. Looking like a Santa Claus guy in like in like the the summer Santa look. Hasn't been to Illinois since his days in Champaign, but also that was like last year. No, Bielema was there last year. Oh, so two years ago. Suck it. <laughs> and was also a longtime Chicago head coach. Took him to a Super Bowl, right? Yep. And. Now he gets his chance to go back up against them with Justin Fields, who, oh my God! So speaking of bus territory, yeah. What, what was um? What was his stat line? He had like a, he had an a four completions ridiculous. at halftime. I know it was four completions for forty-five yards at halftime. That's when I was kind of tuning in and out of this one. I can't believe the Bears are escaping away with victories right now. Well, they're playing ass teams. Let's let's just be like real here like they beat the texans and who was week one that niners they, oh in the, who's the niners yeah in the, yeah in the in the monsoon yeah and, and the, you know that's a that's a luck game too uh justin fields eight for 17 106 yards two ints mm. Ooh. 
20% of his completions were to the other team. Khalil Herbert, though, had one hell of a fucking game since uh, David Montgomery uh, eventually went out. Uh, 20 carries for 157 yards and two touchdowns. Hell yeah, dude. You see the butt fumble right there? Yeah. That was 100% a butt fumble. And there's his shattered arm. Yes, Khalil Herbert. He was good for me last year. I kept an eye on him. He was a good uh, replacement for Montgomery. They kind of figure out how to run the ball in Chicago, no matter who's there. They have some sort of system. They work it out. But they got to learn how to pass if they're going to be any sort of legitimate in this. Yeah, that was was rough, dude. Uh, Almost as rough as Davis Mills. He also had some um, bad uh, interceptions as well. Uh, today and honestly you know that's that's what you get with these uh these young quarterbacks too because the you know the the play that set up the bears to win this was a really bad interception thrown by mills and uh caught by roquan roquan smith um i i i like to think that the texans still have a bright future you know davis mills went for uh, 245, 20, uh, 20 for 32. No, you don't look, I look, I'm saying if you look at these, Deshaun Watson, put them back 10 years. If you look at these teams, who would you say makes the playoffs first, the bears or the Texans? Oh God, that's a terrible question, but really do you see what one. I'm saying though? I guess, but I don't think either of those teams are very close right now. I think this Texans team's pretty garbage too. Damian Pierce, maybe a little bit of a breakout game for him. We'll see how he can translate. Not that. really. Twenty carries for eighty yards, like yippee. I mean, that's not a bad day for a rookie too. Uh, yeah, but on twenty fucking carries. Okay, yeah. I mean, they had to rely on him a lot against this Bears team, and that's what happened. I mean, sorry, like. That, that's what you expect from a Texans running back stat line, I think, too. So. Fair. Fair. Yeah, I I don't know, We're man. spending way too much time on this Bears-Texans bullshit. Don't care. Don't care. Trevor Lawrence legit now? Jaguars just mollywop the Chargers 38-10. to 10. And our intro this week, the... Glorious Chris Rose. Uh, if imagine what he could do if he had a good head coach. <laughs> no, this is what you. This is the type of stuff that you get with a real head coach. Fuck you, Urban Meyer. Trevor Lawrence looking pretty good, man. Two in a row now for him. Yeah. Um. I, I, I'm just gonna say it though. Justin Herbert looked hurt yeah. all game. Man. Yeah. And I credit him. Uh, greatly for playing out there, but man, would you have put Justin Herbert out there? I think you need the wins. Yeah, yeah, but man, I, do you that see he was hesitant me. to get a injection for the game? And yeah, who wouldn't be crazy. as the Chargers doctor, <laughs> right? Like Tyrod Taylor's got a lawsuit Ooh. coming through with that now. If you didn't hear about that. I as well. I was thinking, you know, you maybe, have a lawsuit as well. Well, I was, I was as well was thinking that Justin Herbert should get it and then just try to get in on this class a- class action with, uh, you know, Tyrod Taylor and sue the Chargers. Could make his money before his contract even. Ooh, you want to double down there? Maybe. Uh, 
I, you know, I will say though, too, the, the chargers were very injured here. Um, I, I know that obviously Justin Herbert was hurt. Uh, Keenan Allen was out being hurt as well. Um, again, I feel, still think you put in Chase Daniel and you try to win that game. I think that that might have put you into uh, a better situation. Don't, well, maybe not. I don't know, man. It was such a dicey fucking call to put Justin Herbert out there. He, he did throw for almost 300 yards, but he just looks so injured. And our boy James Robinson, just Mr. Get It Done, too, hits the 100-yard mark. Scores a touchdown for him. Big in the receiving game. Gets used a little bit. I, I mean, Trevor Lawrence is definitely the story, though. Three touchdowns, no turnovers for him. He looks pretty good. He looks settled down, more comfortable. Doug Peterson doing a little quarterback whispering with him. Yeah. Now, look, you had, a, again, I'm, I want to go back to the to the injuries thing for the Chargers. Joey Bosa eventually left that game with a growing injury. And all is right in the world. J.C. Jackson, out. Yep. Corey also Lindsley. Always hurt. Corey Lindsley, out. Was never playing for the Packers. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm just listing off the names of guys who are constantly injury prone on this injury list. Yeah. And, and three for three. So I'm just saying, like, those are big name guys. Rashawn Slater, of you know, eventually was questionable to return after... Uh, he, um, his biceps got all fucked up. I, I mean, that's that's not a guy that you want to see get hurt. No. So uh, I, I I know that this loss was bad, and I I don't think that having all you know some of those guys was going to fix anything. But oh boy, it looks like the Chargers are going to be that those 49ers of years past where they just get all the injuries. Jags staying first on uh, AFC South. Struggling to get that one out there. Rams, Cardinals, Aaron Donald has 100 sacks now in his career. And And he didn't give two shits about it. Cardinals also just look pretty... I don't know, Cliff Kingsbury, man, he's doing a lot of cute shit. He's playing a lot of cute-ass football. He's not really playing that head-down, nose-to-the-grind shit that we like, you know? that It's nothing nothing that I'm too impressed with in Arizona, and I think they're kind of wasting Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm going to blame Kingsbury, not Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray needs to practice properly. He was throwing the ball off of just without having his feet set at all today. He was scrambling everywhere. And I, I, a lot of the times I think he was throwing it uh, in situations where he didn't have to be as erratic as he was. I guess. But you got the Rams chasing you and Aaron Donald the whole entire time. They got a great front seven. And Arizona is not known for the offensive line play either by any means, too. I think that this Rams team is still legit. They got their ass kicked by the Bills in week one, and week one doesn't count. I think we can pretty much clarify that now, always. And I like I like this I like this Rams team still to be deep in the playoffs eventually. Arizona, I think, is just there you know they're gonna get d hop after week six so if they can hang around maybe 
But I think you got to start evaluating Kingsbury and is he really Kingsbury, the whiz definitely. kid that you think Mike McDaniel, Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, put insert whoever here. Yeah, I, I definitely would. But I, if they can get D-Hop back, that's going to open up a lot of things for dudes like Hollywood Brown, who played pretty damn good today. He went for 140 yards. Uh, you know, no fucking touchdowns, but, you know, whatever. I think right now they got to look at getting an actual rushing game um, because right now your dude is James Conner, who hasn't been relevant since, what, 20... He had a big year last year. Uh, I'm not ready to go that far. I'm not ready to to give him that, that love because he looked like ass today, too. Green Bay Packers go into Tampa and whoop some ass. 14-12 over the Buccaneers. Whoop some ass is strong words for the score. Yeah. But I'm going to say this right now. like There was pretty much never a doubt we were winning this game after the second drive. And the only doubt that arose was on the last drive. Yeah. The entire game was not nerve-wracking. This was not a nerve-wracking game as a Packer fan until it was concerning that our offense was not going to do anything the rest of the game after the second drive. I don't know. I was feeling pretty shitty uh seeing like the, the Packers play in the third quarter. I thought it just sucked the life out of them when Aaron Jones uh had that fumble right at the goal line. Well, and that Third drive when they were going to go in. Yeah, at the, that was the third drive of the game. The 20, they were going to go up 21 to three and Aaron Jones just completely fumbled and screwed the bag on that one. And after that, Green Bay's defense was locked in, I thought, today. Yeah, uh, you saw a lot of turnovers. Holy shit, was there a lot of turnovers. Um, Sloppy game. Yeah, uh, it was very... Very odd. And uh, you know, speaking of injuries, I'm sure that played a huge factor in the Buccaneers game plan. You know, they, they didn't have Chris Godwin. Julio Jones was a game time decision that eventually did not play. You saw Cole Beasley for what? Like four plays. I mean, uh, it seemed like he was getting the ball every time he came in though. Uh, he went three receptions for 12 yards. So I'm going to say no. He was getting the out route first down every time. Tom Brady is checking down the entire day today, too. They didn't really take a whole lot of risk on either side of the ball after this. He was hurt, too, though. I, I mean, that Tom Brady had that busted-up finger. Sure, sure. Let's just make more excuses for Brady on this one. I liked how the Packers played today. The offense obviously needs to be they got to find the rhythm and keep it. The The fumble really killed a lot today and it's not an excuse, but the Buccaneers, they obviously were dismantled at the offensive side and the defense took advantage of it today. Shout out to Keyshawn Nixon, a huge game out of him to come out and for Jair Alexander, who gets hurt, which scares all Packers fans. And he came in and didn't miss a single beat running after every single play. It seemed like, Forced a fumble in there today, too, in this game of turnovers. I was all in on the Keyshawn Nixon play today. Uh, I'm also going to give a shout-out to Romeo Dubs because that dude had a fucking game. Uh, eight receptions, 73 yards, one touchdown as well. It seems like Rodgers was finally starting to trust him 
Um, you know, which is such a fucking factor in all these Packers games is whether or not Rodgers can actually, you know, feel safe throwing you a fucking ball, you know, whatever. But, um, yeah, also have to kind of say fuck you to a bunch of the referees today because, wow, was the uh, penalties just running rampant. That running into the punter was one of the worst calls I've ever seen. (sighs) I, I mean, and I don't like to bitch about the refs. I really don't. I don't think it should come down to it. And it didn't today. But that running into the punter was so garbage. It never happened. Holy shit, man. They threw him into the punter. Run into the punter. That was mind boggling to me. And that was the best play on special teams the Packers have had in three years. Overall. Seriously. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Yay, Pack won. Right? Oh, yeah. Win's a win, baby. Falcon Seahawks, if you were watching this game, I feel bad for you because you were in a regional location that didn't get this Packers-Bucks game. And you know what? The Packers-Bucks game wasn't that great, maybe, compared to this Falcons-Seahawks game. But the Falcons get their first dub on the year. Seattle. Geno Smith, not really the problem, I, I don't think. He's finding ways to move the ball he did have an ugly interception at the end of the game. Yeah, where, really? How did you know that? It, did it happen to just fly by our goddamn it television might set? Have, might have. Might have. Jesus Christ, that was ugly. But the Seahawks are pretty trash. I, I think are. that's agreed upon. DK Metcalf looks like he's trying to do all, everything he can, though, for this team as well. I think Pete Carroll's got to be on the hot seat now, too. He might be a retiree, though and just not get fired kind of guy. Cause I can see Pete Carroll being that guy. Um, maybe back for the Nebraska job. I don't know. That could be a Pete Carroll thing. Gino Smith, uh, and the Seahawks had a bunch of opportunities today. Um, it, but they weren't able to capitalize, man. Uh, the Falcons, I have, have been talking about them each week. They're close in all of these games should have probably recognized that when we are making predictions. Um, but uh, when's the last time you, or I should say, was there ever a time you thought you were going to hear like this game was won off the, the arm of Mariota and the back of Cordero Patterson. Mm-hmm. What is it? Like 2012. Yes. Seriously. And they, they should Mariota, be playing. When did Mariota come in the league? Like 2014. Okay, well, maybe that's not. probably more 2015. Accurate, how about but that? sure, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, this was like a weird sort of ancient kind of game, man. But here we are, and uh, I guess we're gonna have to fucking live with it. Which brings us to Sunday night. Oh my god! And the absolute snooze fest, sloppy <sighs> Sunday night football game. A game that featured 21 points and 14 punts. Um, wow, that was sloppy. I don't think you're happy if you're either team after this one. 49ers lose 10, Broncos 11. Just an ugly score to have finish at the end of it. And you were getting ready to say it here, Dave. Russell Wilson looks like trash. 
Yeah, man. Uh, I don't like Russell Wilson <laughs> at all. I don't know what his play is, uh, but it just looks bad, dude. Looks really fucking bad. Nothing looks straight. It always looks like he is... Him and Hackett don't look like they're on the same page together at all. No. No, it does not. Uh, no, they do not. And uh, you know, this was kind of a mini story coming coming into it this week where Hackett was just like, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to be a coach anymore. I'm not going to be a head coach. So we'll bring in a guy to do all the head coaching duties. I just get to call offense. Dude, that makes you an offensive coordinator, man. Yeah, that's some not football guy stuff. Just giving up your job like that. This obviously was a ploy to get Aaron Rodgers. It's just filing that way now, it seems like. And now 49ers fans, how are you feeling after this one? Trey Lance gone for a game. They were in control of this game for most of it and leading for most of this game as well. They give up the score to Denver at the end, who then went for two and didn't get it at the end of this game. It was 10 to five when this game, there was a safety by Jimmy Garoppolo where he just Dan Orlovsky did it. And Beautiful. Dan Orlovsky. Well, dude, we called it too. Yeah. It was instantly. like, he's going to be tweeting about this in mere moments. And they didn't even get to run a play on the other side yet. By the time Russell Wilson was taking the field after the safety, they were already talking about the Dan Orlovsky tweet that he had put out. Yeah, Jimmy uh, Jimmy Garoppolo looked worse than Trey Lance did. Didn't look great. Did not look great. He looked very rushed out there, too. Denver's pass rush was kind of getting there. Randy Gregory signing, kind of sneaking under the radar a little bit. Did, doing all right for them as well, too. I think the defense is legit in Denver. I just think the wide receiving room is a little bit unproven, and Russ is scared to go after it after Cortland Sutton. Uh, Russ did have some nice running plays. I'll say, I'll tell you that he was kind of zipping around the field, but he needs to settle down and take a deep breath when throwing these, uh, passes because yikes. And that wraps us up right now for Sunday's week three schedule. We don't talk Mondays as you're listening to this Monday morning. But we do have... Who's playing Monday night? Is it Giants-Cowboys? Yeah, uh, I believe it's the other way around. Cowboys, Cowboys at Giants. Giants. Yeah, yeah. Cowboys at Giants, yes. So that'll be an interesting one. 2-0, and oh, you're dying. Everyone, ah, know, everyone knows that Dave's type 1 diabetic, so we'll get updates every once in a while, too. Um, yeah, 2-0 and oh versus 1-1, one and one, Cooper Rush, Daniel Jones. That should be a fun one. We'll talk about that on Thursday's Down the Wire, or Friday's Down the Wire, Rather, we record on Thursdays. Uh, well, let's get into our records now for our picks. Yeah, um, I'm in the lead now, I think, for the first time in a Shut up. Long you time. knew that. Mm -hmm. You knew that. I did, and I said I think I was before you told me, but I just wanted to remind you. Uh, I want to, first of all, say that this wouldn't have been so bad if you would have just let me pick the Jaguars over the Chargers. Um uh, I ended up going six and ten this week. Yikes. Tom went nine and seven. Oh shit! Uh, and a because big... I lost, and one of those losses is a two point loss 
for the Saints absolutely fucking me in Carolina. As I said before, go fuck yourself. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, it wasn't great, but uh, it does put the season total right now. Tom, 21 and 25, me, 20 and 26. Mm. So, uh, uh, yeah, I got to um, I got to catch up a little bit. This Step week. it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How's it how's it feel down there? Down down where? How's the weather? Uh, underneath. Th- that's me. that's not how it <laughs> Oh, so glorious at the mountaintop here. I'm not leaving. For the rest it, of the year. It, nice and cold. No, it's great. <laughs> it's crisp autumn right now. It's beautiful. Okay. Let's uh let's get into some studs and duds, baby. Mm, studs and duds. All right. I have I have a stud. I have a stud this week. And it's going to be Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts. Hey! Played a pretty clean game. Played a pretty clean game. Passed the ball. The AJ Brown edition is looking really nice in Philly right now. It's working itself out. I'll give Jalen Hurts some love on my stud pick. Good. Good. My stud pick is going to go to Jerry Rossberg. You know who that is? Nope. You should. That's the the senior assistant that the Broncos hired to help Nathaniel Hackett on game management operations. Mm. Um, That's a beta cuck move right there. I have criticized the fuck out of Nathaniel Hack job. And um, I guess you just need one more guy to kind of give you some help. Uh, performing that was a sexual thing mm. um yeah because it, 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 they didn't really have that level of of issue this time we are where you're making punts at like 72 yard not pets sorry like kicks at 72 yards like what what the fuck are you doing uh i i guess like i said nathaniel hackett just needs to i guess be a game uh game caller that's all he can do yeah, not a not a guy of the head coach game. Duds. I have um uh I'm trying to figure out who I want to give it to on the Chiefs. And I think it's going to be Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I want to say this, this is a guy that is their number 1 running back listed on their depth chart. He Finished the game with zero yards rushing the football today. Seven carries, had a touchdown on the goal line, uh, then was bumped back every other run pretty much today. He caught the ball five times, 39 yards as well, which you might say five catches for a running back, not too bad. This Chiefs team, like I said, I don't think their wide receiver room is as good as people want to give it credit for, and obviously Travis Kelsey is near the top of his game at the tight end position. They need more out of Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, man. Didn't they spend a first round pick on him? Uh, late round, uh, late maybe? first round, late yeah, first round. I think it was. Hey, I, I think you're right. I think he was like the the last overall pick. I uh, want more out of Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Okay, I don't know what you're expecting from this man. He needs to be a more vital part of that offense with Mahomes not having as many weapons like Tyreek Hill to go after. In that offense. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, my dud is going to Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, I'm sorry. His stat line wasn't terrible, I guess. I don't know. 
18 for 29, uh, 211, touchdown and interception. Okay, whatever. I've seen worse. But when you have a fucking Dan Orlovsky play, you instantly get downgraded into just shit territory. Mm. Uh, and I, when's the last time a game was 10 to 11? I have no idea. Exactly. So uh, your game also sucked balls. And I would have rather have watched Texans versus Bears. Mm. Oof. All right. It's time for the final recap. Let's do this thing. Let's hit that. Woo. Steelers versus Browns. Jacoby Reset remains the QB1. Mitch, maybe. Browns win 29-17. The Brownies got the win, but the Steelers got catch of the year by Slim Pickens. Tua has our attention now. He outlasts Josh Allen and the Bills 21-19. Butt fumble, meet butt punt. A bounce back game for Joe Burp and the Bengals. They humble the Jets. 27-12. With two forced fumbles and sacks each, Trey Hendrickson hijacked the Jets today by himself. Move over, Devontae Adams. Mac Hollins has a career day for the Vegas Raiders, but the Titans bounce back and steal one 24-22. Devontae Adams has to be regretting having a weekly car crash. Baker Mayfield gets his first win in the blue. The Panthers beat out the Taysom Hillless Saints. 22-14. CMC Rushing Factory showed up today with a game that's going to make you sweat. Lamar Jackson in his bag represented himself. Mac Jones going to miss some time. Ravens win 37-26. Jackson had as many yards as Christian McCaffrey plus five total touchdowns. Lions, Vikings, David Blau revenge game ends in victory. Minnesota beats out Hard Knocks 28-24. Dan Campbell promotes grit, but his play calling today was complete shit. Jalen Hurts takes out Carson Wentz old team and beats him with his new team. Philly 24, Washington 8. I think we can say the commander season came in Wentz. Ooh. Upset of the week. Matt Ryan outduels Pat Mahomes 2017. Indy didn't win. Chiefs lost this game. Don't worry. Matt Ryan still sucks. Texans Bears. The Bears are two and one somehow. Lovey Smith loses in his revenge tour. Texans go down 23-20. Justin Fields' stat line is as is as historic as the War of 1812. Trevor Lawrence, amazing. What can he do with a real head coach? He leads the Jags past the banged up Chargers 38-10. Chargers should just burn all evidence that this game happened. Packers, Buccaneers, Packers defense valid. Offense on fraud watch. Aaron gets the best of Brady, 14-12. Rodgers looked to his young receivers to get the pack, the dubs. Matt Stafford and the Super Bowl Rams take care of the Cardinals. Kingsbury, you're on the hot seat, 20-12. I totally forgot James Conner still existed on this planet. Falcons versus Seahawks, free Geno, man. Falcons get their first W of the season. Over Seattle, 27-23. Squandered opportunities had the Seahawks looking like shithawks. A sloppy Sunday night ends a glorious week three. 49ers lose it 10-11 to Denver. The Niners weren't able to bust these Broncos. All right, and that's going to wrap us up here for week three of the No Cap Recap. Good shit. 
Good shit today. Oh, another week of football. I'm going to have to like really, really evaluate these games because, ah, oh, man, I was just so off today. Yeah, it's hard to pick right now. I'm starting to get it. I mean, if you want, I can start selling you some advice if you want anything. It's okay. I'm yeah. sure you'll fuck it up somewhere. No, now They're... that I'm in the lead, it's over. It's wraps. I just no had to way. get ahead. Just nah. had to get ahead. Thank you guys so much for listening to the No Cap Recap. If you guys did enjoy this, you guys should download us wherever you guys get your podcasts. We're bringing you weekly recaps by everyday guys, professional sports in unprofessional ways. Make sure you guys check out Down the Wire coming out every Fridays on the same channel that you're on here. We will see you guys next week, and we weren't capping. These girls wanna tie kid down and keep me around, but I would never change. I'm a dog, I'm a hound.